Hello and welcome to The Freaking Awesome, where we discuss the things we watch, listen, play, and read throughout the week. It's Monday, September 26, 2022. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, you can find them being rebel scum on some planet. I don't actually have an intro for this, but anyway, okay. <laughs> or you can find them on a YouTube series, Date Night. Please welcome John and Audrey Abaya. Hello. Hello. I, I am a robot, trash robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little Wally. Yeah, I'm not What would a be your uh, robot ID? You know how like this one is... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. B2 oh. Emo? Is it B2 Emo? Yeah. Oh, is, like BMO? Is it like yeah. BMO is it from like, Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, is that what they say? BBY or something? No, 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 no. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the, <laughs> the droid yeah. itself is a B2 Emo. Oh, okay. But they call it B... Um, I don't know J zero, uh, H, that a number that looks like an N. <laughs> okay, okay. Like an N. Uh, I have I can't think of an a, an acronym of any kind. Just call oh. me Jam, and then you do. Oh, Jam is actually a yeah. good name. Is this a hint to Spaceballs? Like when you the Jam, you know? Oh, no. that's actually a hint to Space Jam Band. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the true, the true. Uh, <laughs> Uh, also de- joining us, uh, he is a our designated. I, I want to say our designated Star Wars uh, fan, right? I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, please welcome back, uh, Richard P- Peter. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, Hello. I'll try not to be too emo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll There's that. Uh, I don't know if you guys go on TikTok or whatever nope. the reels on IG, but there is a. Um, there's like a emo viral thing that going on where people use an old i don't know what band it is but they show like they're like in the early 2000s when people were dressing emo and how they describe it the band yeah they're they sound whiny (laughs) that's all could you please describe it some more the band (laughs) yeah or like you said it's on a thing is it a picture of them is it a song is it like the songs playing in the background they use it they use their music but i don't know the band but it's actually it's just random people using that music can you remember where like you like was it in like a film from that time that you remember like oh yeah this song played no it looks it sounds like a generic emo band that's all Mm. i have to remember but you believe it is a real 2000 emo band I think so. It sounded like some some group band from that era. Okay. <laughs> I can look it up really quick uh, whenever we're, we're done. <laughs> all right. They, they all have like one eye behind their bangs. Or... That's exactly how that, that viral <laughs> video goes. <laughs> A lot of early, like millennials, early 2000s had that type of photo. And then they're showing themselves like how they are now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, is, this, that's, that's, is this is this a trend of some kind? Yeah, some sort of viral trend. Like emo kids growing up, or yes, mm. yeah, okay. have kids and whatnot. Well, because now now your midlife depression is setting in, so you go back to when you were in middle school. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I think that's why they all make those videos. Mm. Um, but yeah, today on our weekly roundup, we will discuss a couple of Netflix television shows like Lock and Key. Dahmer monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Is that well? That's a huge. It, it uh, doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it was supposed to be just called Dahmer, and the, or no, it was called Monster or something. And yeah. then like uh, they got a note from like the producers. producers or got, like no, 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 you got to make it more da, da, da. more detailed. Which Dahmer yeah. is this? Yeah, <laughs> like, there's like several different Dahmers, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a Miss Marvel team up 
uh, comic book series and uh, another uh, Netflix, I think uh, I would say a comedy special, Shang Wang, Sweet and Juicy. Uh, we'll cap the episode with our main discussion, which is this, which is streaming on Disney Plus. It is um, Star Wars Andor. Uh, before all of that is our trailer talk. This week's trailer is Hailraiser. It's time. Greater delights await. We wish to see you proceed. Feed it. Their blood. Their pain. All for us. That is a clip of Hellraiser. Uh, This is the plot synopsis on IMDb. A take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic where a young woman struggling with an addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware that its purpose is to summon Cenobites. Is that how you say <laughs> Cenobites. 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 Okay, Cenobites, yeah. It sounds like... Um, uh, cinnamon and a... And <laughs> a little, a, a little, a little cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Opens his mouth. Like a little <laughs> I could see this on the side of a Cheerio or a cereal box. Uh, Cheerio so box? A Cheerio box. But I'll start with Audrey. Uh, are you a fan of the Hellraiser series? And what's your thoughts about the, the trailer? Uh, I am a fan. I think uh, when I was working uh, Graveyard, there was a point where like I would get home and I would just watch a lot of uh, a lot of movies and stuff like that. And I think I did go through the Hellraiser series. Um, I do like Clive Barker. I haven't read this um the book that this one is is based off of, or, or that Hellraiser is based off of, I know I think it's a, one of his novellas or something. Um, but I do know in the original that the the Hell Priest, I believe, is depicted as female. And when they when they made the original film, I don't know why they went with the male. Maybe just just because. Um, but it's interesting. I know this um, this actress. I believe she's the. I don't know. She's a first trans woman in like a in a. I want to say in a. Horror movie? Oh, yeah, like a horror. Is this a movie or a series? It's a movie. Uh, it's a movie. Straight up yes. movie. Is yeah. it a movie? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, but it looks really interesting. I like the, um, what's the, the like those McFarlane toys? Like, I know there's a lot of different mm, yeah, Hellraiser yeah. ones, and um, this kind of feels like it's along that line. Um, I like that it's, uh, uh, it's very, uh, I think they went, how do you say, um, they went more in depth with the puzzle box. Yep, yeah. I don't remember it in at least in, depicted in the films being very um, puzzly, uh, like three D. Like, <laughs> like, like I don't want to say three D because of course it's three D because it's a cube. But um, I feel like, but more the... like it goes into different shapes yeah. and stuff like that. And you can that that's the solving of because that's the always thing I always thought was weird about it is like when you would uh, solve the puzzle, you're just like I was. I always thought you were just flipping around like the little gold leaf stuff around mm-hmm. it. But I think it's more of actually manipulating the the, cube, the, yeah. the 3d space of it's it. not like a rubik's cube too like you're no <laughs> just twisting it turning it <laughs> no 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 um but it seems like that it's i guess like there's always like those rich because that's in a lot of the hellraiser films where it's always some rich rich person who wants who's had all the delights of of the earthly realm and wants to go into more so they they can't solve the box themselves so they get other people to solve it for them but this seems like that they're trying to, I don't know, they're trying to do it for something else, like maybe for the um, Leviathan, like they want to bring Leviathan out into our world or something, but I'm not super sure. But I, 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 I'm I, excited to watch it. I'm assuming it's Halloween time it's coming out? Is that when It looks it, like, yeah. It, um, it looks like, um, um, 
Yeah, October 7th. It's going to come out next week, actually. Oh, is it? Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know it was Yay. that early. Or, yeah. October 4th. It says here 7th on my side, but you we're probably right, too. Somewhere around that time. Uh, it's going to be in theaters, too. Oh, maybe, me. yeah. That would be good if it was. Yeah. I'm interested. I like the voice that uh, that she chose for because I know that's a big thing with the original actors kind of portrayal. It's very... Uh, I guess iconic, like you, you, mm-hmm. you hear his sound, you know it's him, sort of thing. It is uh, an iconic voice, like that. Yeah, and it's interesting. I think the I, look is more iconic than the voice, though. Like if she pulled, she really pulled off the look. Yeah, of, no, no, uh, I'm saying I, oh. I like the original Hellraiser. Like, oh yes, that, yeah, that the, I forget the actor's name, but his his depiction of it is always very, um, or his voice to me is feels very iconic, and the way he delivers lines as the hell priest mm. and it's just I, i'm interested to see how she goes mm-hmm. with it i'm excited to see that because that's it's fun how about you john oh uh, yeah i'm a fan too uh we only watch i think a handful of films and it's like out of order we watch the like the latest one i know i think Judgment. i've watched i've watched all of them I think. you watch all of them yeah. there's like a lot there's like 12 yeah, i told you it's, i used it's to in the... i was home alone okay um yeah, yeah, I watch a handful. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I really like the trailer. It's it like I like the puzzle element. It is not if you watch the first one, there's nothing like the first one's about like a dude trying to open it, and then his wife gets in the way, and all this like mostly like no, uh, relationship, family, yeah, <laughs> uh, spouses, uh, 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 mayhem happens and whatnot. This one looks more like what Aji said: a rich person hired these people uh, to open the box, and this happens. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I wonder if uh, she'll don her like black jacket. If he's in here, she black jacket. She's in the trailer. Uh, the uh, her portrayal, uh, Jamie Clayton. That's she's the one that's portraying Pinhead. Uh, she looks like she's nude. Like she has no jacket. Oh, like you know how like pinhead. no it's there it's no she's the skin is cut out oh, and okay. then it's i think she just has like like strips of leather mm. i think okay yeah i couldn't tell it was like uh hard for me because they have to up the ante i would assume so they're just like doing a lot of um not skin grafting for like a better i word. think i'm just happy it has a budget like if you watch the old oh, one, yes, even the yeah. newest latest ones it always feels like this series doesn't have like a budget it feels like they always worked with whatever they have they they were from what i understand they did and i think because clive barker and the original actor eventually they they didn't like the how do you say the scripts oh and so they but of course like new line cinema whoever uh owned it Mm -hmm. so they just kept going with it yep uh so yeah i'm looking forward to it i can't wait for next week i guess (laughs) i feel like um so much halloweenness i feel like richard and i are in the same boat I'm assuming. What boat, yeah, what boat is this? Is, is it a pointy uh, one? Uh, is, it um, is it is this boat, boat on blood? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> What's your thoughts about the trailer? Now, are you uh, a fan of Hellraiser? Um, so I watched like the early ones, like I'm saying, like back like in the 80s and 90s, and like you know, Pinhead was the most famous Cenobite. Is was always just like one of those you know scary uh, horror movie you know personalities that stood out you know it was like freddie jason michael myers and pinhead you know they're always he was always like out there and so the image just remains you know just so well known that everybody knows who he is but doesn't know the movies and i'm kind of like there, like 
I didn't even know there one came out five years ago. Um, and, oh, yeah. Um, so I'm, I probably won't watch it, but like it'll probably <laughs> be around like where I know what happens anyway because everybody will be talking about it. You can watch a YouTube video of them re, uh, just re, what is it, re, re, recapping it. Yeah, like recap that. all 11 films. <laughs> yeah. Dang, there's that many films. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot. That's why I was like, uh, I can't believe there were this many. <laughs> I like the one where it's like, where it's not good, where it's like, where they're like, uh, there's twins and they're like, they like, in they like merge their heads like with a camera and like they throw CDs, like one of them just throws CDs or something. Mm. What? <laughs> like, when it gets like campy, like it gets all weird. Those are like, if you like Pokemon, ones. you guys would love Hellraiser. It's just like these were all different <laughs> cinemites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, going through the screenshots of this movie, it looks very inventive of what they are coming up with with the cinemites and when they go into that weird layer. I have no idea what that layer is Did called. Clive Barker have anything to do with Just the one? producer, the new one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It looks like that. Uh, it's directed by David Brunker, uh, who is uh, well-known in the horror community. Uh, if you know, I've never watched this movie, The Night House, which is... Yeah, a, it's on yeah. right now on streaming, yeah. The Night House. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like his it. most popular is VHS. He's one yes, of the directors yeah. mm-hmm. of VHS. and um, I feel like he... he I think he, he has the... Um, capability uh to make a decent hellraiser movie i guess you could say um but yeah, i'm i'm looking forward i have no recollection of like any of the first two movies i remember watching it when i was like i think it came out on sci-fi a lot oh, and i just yeah. remember watching parts of it and i have like an idea of it but i never it was like Candyman at first when i remember watching Candyman and then then revisiting it i was like oh, okay i remember this movie uh, before we watch like the 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 latest one, so I'm probably gonna revisit Hellraiser and and then I'll start to remember everything. About You'll that watch picture. Hellbound, right? Hellbound is what is that the part two? Part two, uh, and then you yeah. watch Hell on Earth. I don't know. I, I'm seeing all these titles. How about Bloodline, <laughs> yeah, they're kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Hellseeker, Deader. You know he goes into space, right? <laughs> Hell's what? World? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He they does go. go they make uh, a big uh, box and then someone may put together the, the big box. The Lament oh, okay. It was like a spaceship. <laughs> That's Hell World, I'm assuming. I'm assuming that too. Uh, probably. I don't know. Is it? Oh, is Pinhead always played by the same actor? You yes. Know, like, in the last 11, it was <laughs> okay. the same one. No, yeah. the very last few, I don't think it's The jug- Judgment was, wasn't it? No, I don't think he... There, There is one where he is not... He's not oh, it. if you guys like Saw, watch Judgment. It's very Saw-like. Yes, it is. It is yeah. <laughs> okay. I used to like Saw, so... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do that the, is um, Hellraiser. Yeah. I was going to ask, do the Cenobites have like origin stories? Like, do they, they all do. have... Yes, they okay. do. Yeah. They, do. Really they have human forms and stuff. Um, If you... there, I know they're uh, described more like in the... um. The like the McFarlane toys and other mm-hmm. things in like the books and comic books, but what is it? The Chatter, which I believe is in the second one or maybe the first one. That one is uh, where he has like his teeth all exposed. They show in here. That one's actually yeah. a little kid. That's all. I oh, know. in the real world, it's a little in the real kid. world. He's a little kid. Oh, a lot of these people. A lot of these people have like tragic, uh, tragic stories and stuff. Like Just that. like Pokemon, they evolve. Like they start <laughs> I mean, with a little kid okay. and then they become the Chatter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised they're actually have they. Was there any television show about Hellraiser? Do you no, guys no, okay. no. It's all. I'm surprised that they haven't yeah. done that route. I feel like it's a. Uh, it's one of the few that doesn't do it. 
Beasley's. Like Chucky and I think Friday the 13th had yeah, one. Yeah. I think that's why I was kind of confused too. like if this was a movie or a TV or a, a, a show because I kind of assumed most most, mo- most of the horror things right now are becoming television shows. This is possibly a pilot for a future. Okay. If this is successful, they're probably going to make a Hellraiser show. Maybe. It, I don't know. It, it's on Disney Plus and other territories. I, <laughs> I, 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 I just saw that. <laughs> um, what's, okay, this is really... Because uh, you mentioned Disney Plus, but uh, uh, we'll, we're, men- we're going to mention this movie in the later episode for like another uh, podcast series. But uh, I was we watch... Um, a barbarian it's a horror movie that's out right now and i was watching a, a clip of the director because it's it's from 20th century the show the yeah, movie. yeah. And it's so funny because he's like yeah we we gave it to disney and uh we 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 whatever notes they had we we you know we changed some things in the story when disney you know picked up the movie I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is after <laughs> the merger that's why yeah, yeah. 20th century fox <laughs> Yeah, so it's interesting that he says Disney uh, in the in the interview. Do you all you um, just imagine Mickey Mouse saying, "Oh no, no, no"? Yeah, okay. I've, I've imagined uh, the frozen Walt Disney making notes. Uh, what is oh it? his head? You mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, his frozen head. That's um, <laughs> moving on to the weekly roundup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll begin with the television shows on Netflix, but we'll start with uh, Richard. Uh, what have you been watching? Yeah, so I've been trying to do some cleanup on things I I didn't get around to. And uh, Lock and Key uh, was a show I just finished. So they this was the third and final season, and so it's something I I appreciate about Netflix is allowing series to actually end because you know I hate when you invest yourself in a series and then they just cut it off and you don't know what happens like every single Brian K. Vaughn series. And mm-hmm. uh, yep. um, so watching this last uh, season, I thought it was, you know, not too bad. Like, um, you know, the first two seasons focused on this main villain. And so this third season was like, I guess, a bigger villain, but not I mean, that that uh villain from the sec first two seasons dodge was also in it but not as big of a piece and uh yeah just the whole you know key uh and house um conceit was kind of wrapped up and the whole family being able to have a happy ending so yeah i thought it, it, it built on you know everything you know and also ended it in a good place um so yeah i i thought it was pretty entertaining and i liked it have I you read the comic books? I read like the first few issues, but I never like followed it all the way. Okay. I've never read them, but I was always interested in to read them. And then uh, when they had the series out, uh, I always like, I'll put this on my watch list and never got to it. <laughs> but that, that, now you said it's ended. Maybe I'll just watch it now because I know there's an ending to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, you know, Joe Hill, you know, Stephen King's son yep. yeah. uh, wrote it. And so it kind of definitely has that aspect to it where, you know, it's New England. Um, They're always location, New England. And uh, it's a family and there's spooky things going on and religion. So it is a scare. It is a scary thing. I didn't I, I've seen this on Netflix or, you know, scroll by, but I didn't actually know what it was. A scary mystery, I would say. Ooh. Yeah, there's like horror elements, but it's 
you know, not too bad. It's no, I don't think there's very much blood. There's a lot of death, but um, uh, not not bloody. You said it's is it is it paranormal? You said or oh no, you said religious a little um, bit. It's more paranormal, where like yeah, Ooh. there's just a get a gateway to um, I guess hell. You know, has opened underneath this house throughout like during the Revolutionary War, and oh. all the uh, descendants since then have kind of been able to uh, make keys out of the spirits that come through. Like when they, when they come out oh. of hell, um, they come out as like almost like bullets. And if they hit somebody, they possess that person. But oh. if they, if they don't hit anything, they're just like these balls of metal on the ground. And so they're able to take the metal, turn them into keys that have special powers and mm. pass them <laughs> down throughout history. Um, can I take can I take this key and do something cool with it, or is it just meant to lock the door so nobody else comes out? Yeah, each key has a different power. So um, one key opens a door to anywhere you can imagine. One key oh. allows you to, to fly with like Icarus wings, and really, that's what I was thinking. Like, um, can I fly with this? Yeah. So there's so there's like I'd say maybe thirty different keys. Oh my god, um, that's a lot of keys. And so is the, there? Is well, there a character they, named Locke? In that's here? the that's the family. Locke. Okay, the family surname. Because the way they spelled yeah. is the Locke. That's why I was yeah. like, is there <laughs> L O C K E? And so I was telling, um, well, I commented on a tweet that Ben made that there is reference. There's references to or other horror series or other like oh, series. So I saw that. Yeah, the this, gate. Yeah, yeah, I saw like two references to the gate in this. Like a hole opens up in the floor that to hell. And then there's a a little, um, I don't even know what you would call it, like caterpillar a tr- thing, a troll kind of thing. Demon. Like, yeah. They're, they're called the like demons. demon minions in the in the in the in the in the gates. So yeah, yeah so <laughs> they introduce a key that anything you draw comes to life, and so they draw a puppet. They're doing a a puppet show in high school, and they create a little troll thing that speaks British English, but. <laughs> Looks, <laughs> looks like a little demon minion. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I actually, I don't know who mentioned it. It was an old guest in the podcast, like when we started the podcast, that actually read the the comic book. I don't know who it was, John, but I remember uh, I actually read like the first like couple uh, issues, and uh, yeah, it was interesting. Like I, the whole like you know creating the keys and whatnot, or that creating the yeah the keys and how they're like possessed. Um, I always thought that was, I never, never continued, but <laughs> when I saw this, uh, aired, I was like, okay, that's, uh, it's a good concept to be a television show, but yeah. I'm probably going to revisit because it's not, uh, that many episodes. It's like only like, um, like less than 30 episodes. So, oh, um, that's good. That's I always like a show that has a beginning and end. So you don't have to like, you know, you know, rush through it or whatever. You could like take your time. Uh, watching it and you want you like endings too right? yeah i love endings yeah i know ben he's gonna talk about ben's gonna say there should be a new season for rubicon but yeah that's lock on lock and key on netflix um and it's the third it was the third and final season um audrey you also watch up there yeah. on netflix um, he did. with a complicated title but um <laughs> it's a, Dahmer, um, uh dash monster 
this colon or semicolon? Col- colon. 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 The Jeffrey Dahmer story. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they had to add Dahmer in front because Monster is that other film with the You're lady. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder yes. if they oh, had yeah. to like. There's a lot, actually a lot of films named Monster too. Yeah. But I she's think there's a, a television too. show on Hulu that's titled Monster. Yes, right yes, now. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's, it's, it's anthology. Uh, yeah, an anthology <laughs> series. <laughs> so yeah. I can see the confusion everywhere. Yes. Um, so this one, I haven't watched it all. I guess it's 10 episodes. I think I've gone up to four. Uh, right away, I was when I got into it, I was like, oh, I, I got to pace myself because I am not. I haven't actually watched a lot of uh, true crime serial killerness in a while. And it does it does, it does, does something to your brain after a while. So I feel like, mm-hmm. out of like, ooh, this is a lot. Um, Should we be worried? Uh... <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, no. No. It's fine. Okay, okay. It's just that it's just for me personally, I guess. Um this one though it is a, a dramatization of or just another or it's uh, telling the story of Dahmer through uh, other people's eyes not his is mm. it drama is a dramatization What's I mean just I it, dramatization yeah like a lot of events it's not it's it. not it's not advertising itself as a biopic right yeah, yeah, it's just no, saying no. like this is this is a st- story of it yeah it's the, the creator too is Ryan Murphy, <laughs> so and that's American Horror Story. Yes, right? American Horror Story. Take that with a grain of salt because he's done uh, several episodes, uh, several uh, shows based on real people, but it's super dramatized. Yeah, yeah, but, that's that's what I'm trying to get. Is yeah. like it's not like it's it. You're not. I mean, there is factual points in here, but I think there is a lot of uh, colorfulness that's added. Yes, that's probably yeah. it's a. Uh, it's not the exactly exactly what happened. Um, but it opens up and I, it's like, uh, you know, how do you say? It's like, uh, there's a new story on, there's a, a woman there. And then as soon as it gets to her and I see that it's Niecy Nash, I got so excited um, because I knew, I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to be the neighbor. Because I know the neighbor is a big uh, component of the of the Dahmer story. You know, she was, uh, like she knew, because I know there, there's this point in the story of just Dahmer in general where I believe he... Um, he fed her like he like like either he came over or something like that and i think it's supposed to be like she, either i can't remember if it's she assumes that he he fed her some you know people or if it's just kind of like that's something that she's afraid of that that has happened to her so i'm just wondering if they're gonna add that little bit of the story but the her episode was like i think the first two i don't know if she comes back into it um it seems like they're just this is just basically the i'm assuming it's like when he started killing and then it's all flashbacks and then up to the trial i can't remember um off the top of my head if he died in jail from other people or if they actually um executed him so i'm just kind of curious of uh where it goes from here um but i forgot how much i like evan peters uh i haven't watched any american horror story in a long time and i i think um he's a how do you say quicksilver too right yeah and sort of thing so that was that was cool um uh, and I never knew how much of a um, uh, a character. I mean, I know I know that's that's Evan Peters' thing is that he kind of like um, embodies. Yeah, there you go. I was in like delve delve into a role, and I can just tell like this was something that like he like watched all the footage and was doing his little um, mannerisms. Mannerisms, yeah. I was like nuances and stuff. Uh, but it, I think this is trying to be a, a giving alternative reasons to why. Dahmer is the way he is. I don't think anybody really knows, you know, why he went on for so long and how he did things. But it's just interesting to see um, the story, this story through um, 
the victim's eyes and like people who were uh like side by side like his family and things like mm-hmm. that um it's not as graphic as i thought it would be like 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 when i when i mean that i'm like they don't like show like straight up i'm hacking pieces apart but it's the way that it's um uh how do you say the way the way that they it's what is it i think somebody says a word like the 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 scariest part is when you don't see mm-hmm. the things on screen yeah. and the way that they show the way that the, the the story is told um was really is really like oh like like that part to me is like i think what's giving me a, a creepiness sort of thing versus like oh there's blood and guts like i like i feel hellraiser is going to be very blood and gut forward and you see things in like the sadomasochism part of it but this one was more of like the subtle quietness of it and just the mm. assuredness of what he does not 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 assuredness but just like how he just kind of you kind of see him exploring his own self and what he likes about these sort of things and it's just interesting to to see that sort of thing um i i want to finish it i do um this is a little bit different than that other zach efron one what was that the Ted Bundy mm. story sort of thing that some that seemed more grounded in in reality this one is grounded too but it's just kind of like uh it seems a little bit more like a feels like a comic book oh, if that, uh, that makes sense usually um, um Ryan Murphy's shows feel like that <laughs> yeah a little like bit I exaggerated feel, a little yeah bit. I feel like I'm in like a, a like a like I know I know these are real I know these are real people's experiences and things but it feels very like uh like you're in a dream I think that's what it's supposed to be I think it's about like how he kind of went through life yeah. sort of thing he kind of adds a little like I remember watching the OJ Simpson show he 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 created made in america or something made, what is it called no that's i think that's a documentary american uh something stories. untold yeah yeah, yeah something but it, story, it felt yeah. very like uh, some parts campy like i don't know if that's because of the his american horror story sensibility you know like american mm. horror stories is mm-hmm. a little bit camp uh, yeah yeah that. so sometimes it's like that so i've never seen him i never watch his other shows like um the the Versace, uh one and whatnot so oh he did that versace thing yeah he did that one too yeah (laughs) menendez brothers yeah the menendez brothers yeah oh (laughs) Oh, he's done he's done a lot of that type of true those type of shows yeah that's cool but yeah that's um dahmer monster the jeffrey dahmer story on netflix i'll probably watch a couple i don't know i think i watched a documentary about him and that was enough for me and i remember That's I, what, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, watched, of... I read that comic book that was a uh, graphic novel that was based on his like, mm, my friend years. yeah so um but yeah i'll probably watch a couple episodes uh how about you john what have you been doing uh, i've been reading some comic books uh, i've been reading three issues for uh, marvel team up for miss marvel um they don't have an ongoing for Miss Marvel, even though they had a TV show <laughs> for some reason. Uh, oh, you said? Yeah, that's like, why. So, um, do you think they're like they want people to pay attention to the sh- television show first? Then I don't uh, know because yeah. you can always. I don't like, know if how marketing is, but I would think yeah. like if you have a TV show, you will have like an ongoing. Or uh, is there know, a second comic- season of Miss Marvel? Or uh, is it going into the film? And then I think it's see. going to the film, and then um, you'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I am reading Miss Marvel. Uh, it's a team up books. Three of them, they're all connected. Uh, he, she teams up with Wolverine in one, Moon Knight in another one, and Venom in the last one. Uh, it's it's a a story about these these bugs. 
try robot nanobugs are trying to get certain powers from people oh. so they start with you it's in you have to read in order the wolverine ones first then moon knight and what venom uh reading the wolverine one it's more wolverine the x-men uh <laughs> i don't know what happened in the, in the comic books in x-men apparently they have this place called Kraycon. Kraycon? I don't know how to Krakoa. say it. Krakoa. Krakoa, yeah, yeah. Okay. Apparently, they can, like, uh, if they die, they come back to life. They have these, like, little eggs, ball thingies. And like, that was kind of like. Like clone bits? Yeah, yeah. Like, it will, like, this tree or something that absorbs their memories and put them in the ball. Because it, that was part of the story. They, they say it as part of the story, but I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, this what is, is what's it, happened. This is the new X Men like whole background is they they can bring back everybody but they 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 have a council that votes on who to bring back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they mentioned that like this was weird. So in the comic book, this real quick, they were fighting this the the enemy. This is these nano bugs, and then like one of them offhand is like, "Don't worry, if we die, we can come back." I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, "What does that, that mean?" Like it was like one of them. It's one of the. Only uh, the X Men though, like Miss yeah, Marvel. Yeah, it's only the X Men. It's yeah, no, no, no. Yet. Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel doesn't ha- has have that. Uh, Does that thing. make Wolverine more careless, or does that give him more? I don't know. Like a... That's what I was wondering What's too. What's weird yeah. is that he already has that. Uh, what do you call that? Reanimation. Healing talk. Healing. Yeah, feeling. Yeah. So, <laughs> like. Uh, so yeah. So the bugs were trying to get one of those eggs or whatever. In uh, how how do you say it, uh, Richard? Krakoa. The Krakoa. Uh, but yeah, you'll see if you read the story, you'll find out. I think what I like about this is just her meeting all these people. So she's like a fan of the X Men. So mm-hmm. she's like, oh, this is cool. But then when it goes to Moon Knight, and Moon Knight is very like serious and dark. Oh, uh, she's like it's not emo. Fun. Yeah, he's it's the not emo. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> he's the it? emo one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was as fun. I have to say though, the Moon Knight. If you read that one, the art is very, very good. Uh, let's see who wrote, who drew it. I was really impressed by the art uh, of that one. Uh, uh, cover. I can't find the art. Oh, artist uh, Abraham Robertson. I'm seeing that's. I'm Robert, saying it. Yeah, Abraham Robertson. Or no, maybe no. That's the interior. Yeah, never mind. It's that. Yeah, he he did the he or she. I don't know. Are these? Uh, is this series like brand new in a sense of like it came out this year or is this it like came out something? this year, 2022? Okay. In the last like couple of months. They I'll do this to Miss Marvel or other heroes too. When they don't have like an ongoing, they'll team them up with uh, like a one story. They they can put in the trade basically later Would on. You, did you think they created this storyline because of the television show? And no, I, I think she doesn't have an ongoing. That's oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so, so, so they, they just had this uh, little story. Um, Which one is the best of the three? I th- I really like the Moonlight, but only because of the art style. I really like the art style. And then there's another character in there with Moon Knight that looks like inverted Moon Knight. <laughs> I didn't know oh, the Kirby version of uh, what's, uh, what's Kirby's. Yeah, yeah I Kirby. forgot his name, but oh, the Meta Knight. Instead, yeah, Meta Knight. <laughs> Meta Knight. Uh, instead of white and black, it's black and white or something. Like, uh, anti Moon Knight. Like, yeah, it's like an anti Moon Knight. He's sunshine. I mean, so is it be. Sun Knight? Is that how? I don't know what that was. Sunday. It's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I would say like. Read all three if you want to know like the story, what's going on. But, so nanobites are all in all three, or nanobugs? Yeah, and that's you- ongoing, and she's trying to solve it. Like, what is it? Do you, uh, was- do you find out who controls the nano? You kind of do, and I I have no idea who was it. And I was like, <laughs> so you're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, whatever. 
<laughs> I was like, who is this person? And then, of course, it's a comic book, so it's like uh, the story will continue on in a different book or some whatnot. But it's like they're just laying a foundation of this one story of someone trying to get these uh, powers to make something like the yeah <laughs> is she still in school or like high school yeah or is yeah she older? she's still she's still a kid in high school. so or this all take place in new york new york they're all new york, new york. Yeah, oh. yeah it's kind of odd too because um does she make it home for dinner kind of thing no there's, there's no like life like home there's home, no home but, oh, okay. there's more of her super uh power or superheroism in this one oh, okay. um i don't know if this is just it a little it bothered me a little bit but um like in some of the comic books, I don't know why they do this. Like she has short hair, and then one the next issue she has long hair, and the next issue she has short hair. And I'm like, that's kind of odd. Like what? That sounds what? like a film when they like when like the <laughs> they do like when they have bad wigs. Yeah. yeah. It it just it was kind of like oh that's odd. Like why do they do it that Is way? Is it a different it artist? Time it's different yeah. artists. All three of them no. are different artists. Okay. Same writer, different artists. So what maybe that's what like you can do your own thing. Maybe you have probably yeah maybe, yeah. Uh, that's what I was gonna liberty. say. Like is time passing and is there like a continuity no no it's probably like, like a week has passed okay. okay that's it hey. but it was really short then it became really long all of a sudden and they went back to short that would that would really bug me especially if i'm reading them like back to back like if i if i collected them and didn't like read them mm-hmm. as they came but that's out. how if you get the trades sometimes they switch artists the interior artists so mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh it's way different <laughs> all of a sudden uh, but yeah, that's Miss Marvel. I don't know what you call it. I, I call it team up uh, only because it's a team up book. <laughs> I don't know the actual story uh, if they had a story title for it. But yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah Miss Marvel team up. Um, haven't really read anything Miss Marvel, but uh, that seems interesting. Is is it good for a casual reader just to read it? Just to, um, uh, I mean, if you get kind of like what's happening with the x-men why are there golden <laughs> okay, eggs? Yeah. maybe that's the only thing <laughs> would be like kind of odd about this or if you if you have never read an x-men book i i don't really read x-men the only time i see them is when this happens so it's like oh if they show up in spider-man or a miss marvel book then I'm like oh i know their stories are sometimes way different from <laughs> the other heroes so <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I'll probably read. Uh, I'll probably borrow it from you, John. Uh, maybe I don't know. Okay, um, <laughs> you don't have to commit to it. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> moving from comic book to comedian. I don't know. Comedian. I guess that's a good six no, out of ten, Ben. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a new Netflix com- comedy special from Shang Wang. Uh, I don't know if you have you guys ever know who Shang Wang is. No, but I've seen this pop across on the Netflix. I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah, uh, it's titled "Sweet and Juicy." It's actually di- uh, directed by uh, Ali Wang, uh, who's also a comedian, comedian uh, who's successful comedian too. Um, but yeah, if you like, I don't know if you guys remember Mitch uh, Henberg. He died. Mm, yes, yeah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Like in uh, more than fifteen years ago, but he had like a particular style. He always like seems nervous and. His, his mm-hmm. jokes were really like monotone and kind of slow, but it was really funny. Like he had his own style, like uh, Mitch Hen- Henberg. Um, Shang Wang, he actually has that similar style. And even I read where he said he was inspired by him when he became a comedian, mm-hmm. you know, years ago. So this is his first comedy special, it looks like, um, at least for Netflix. Um, and I really, really recommend it, especially those who are, you know, in your 
you know, late thirties, early forties. I think he touches on a lot of that stuff where you're just being like weapon, like weapon. Like he what? talks about uh, this funny bit. Uh, I don't know if he's done it because I remember seeing him when he didn't have long hair. In this special, he has like like hippie long hair. <laughs> That's all. Yes, he does. Uh, yes, yeah. He does. Uh, but I remember him just having like a clean cut look before like 10 years ago. Uh, but in this, there's a small bit. I don't want to ruin the bit, but it has to be talking about working in the office where one of the, the benefits of working in the office is using the printer all the time. And, uh, oh, like you can vers- print your own, like your own stuff that yeah. you want. Versus Ooh. like, and he's like one of the bits, like, oh, all of us have printers at home, but we never use it. But when we get in the office, we like, you know, we we, we take advantage of it because it's not our paper and the ink and whatnot. It's a funny bit. I re- highly recommend it. And then, of course, because he is an Asian American and his parents like immigrated here, he has some jokes about that. That's pretty funny. Um, I don't want to ruin that bit because that's I think it's one of the better bits in, in his stand-up comedy. Um, but yeah, I highly rec- recommend him. He's kind of weird with his jokes, but uh, if you like that type of weirdness, um, I, I, I yeah, go ahead and uh, watch his bits. Yeah, I didn't know he was a, a writer on Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, but... yeah, that's uh, that's one thing he kind of mentions in the in the stand-up. Uh, I don't know if he says outright that he wrote for special, but he he said he he was a writer for television shows. Because um, yeah, Ali, that, Ali Wong produced this. Yeah, she directed and produced it. Okay. So that's so if you like Ali Wong's like per- comedy, even though they're like totally different, but I think because of her directing and just like you could tell that Shang Wang is like inspired by her too about particular jokes, like grown up jokes. I guess you could say he doesn't have kids. And he's not married, so I don't know. Um, that will like uh, re- resonate with people. But there, the the like he one of his other bit is about going to Costco, and uh, which is funny because as like, as a as a single person, no, somewhat <laughs> like that, like, but like as just an adult, like versus how you would be if you were like uh, uh, you know your early twenties going to Costco. Would it make sense? Because mm. you know, yeah, you're still Free samples young, but yeah. Shang Wang, um, highly recommend on Netflix right now. Sweet and Juicy. I actually don't know. I'm trying to think why is it called Sweet and Juicy? Because I don't <laughs> think there's a there's a bit about that. Actually. Is there uh, Sweet and Juicy? Yeah. There's probably something I missed, maybe. That, uh, something was Sweet and Juicy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want your expectations to go high where you're like, oh, I need to figure out what Sweet and Juicy mean uh, while watching it. But we'll see. <laughs> Uh, that is our weekly roundup. Uh, we'll move on to our main discussion. This week's main discussion is Disney Plus's Star Wars Andor. People are standing up. That's what a reckoning sounds like. That is a clip of Andor. Uh, it is on Disney Plus right now. You could f- watch the first three episodes streaming at this moment. Uh, it is created by Tony Gilroy, who is uh, one of the writers of the Bourne series. Uh, you know, Bourne Identity, any of the Jason Bourne movies. <laughs> uh, and he's also um, writer of uh, Michael Clayton. Um, I don't mm. know if anyone watched that. It's like a very serious drama. Michael Clayton. Very good. Yeah. A, a George Clooney. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
So here's the plot synopsis from IMDb. Prequel series to Star Wars Rogue One. In an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue, Cassian will embark on the path that is destined, destined to turn him into a rebel hero. Of course, this is starring Diego Luna. Uh, he was he was the char- or he is the character of uh, Andor, uh, which you know you can watch him on Rogue One. So basically, this series is a prequel to a prequel. Uh, it, it seems like right because Rogue One's a prequel to uh, is a it Empire? Hope. Is it Empire? A new Hope? Right? No, it's right hope. before a New Hope, right? You, you never, oh, New Hope. The, is that, yeah, yeah, he's, never, a, he's the one that they with get... the scene with. Uh, yes, yes. Help right, me, Obi Wan right. Kenobi. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a prequel to a prequel. Uh, it's also starring Kyle Soller, uh, Adrian Onohana, uh, Joplin Siptain, and Stellan Skarsgård. Um, is Stellan Skarsgård the father of? He the is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All of them have be odd. It would be an older. <laughs> Brother. Older, older brother, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the uncle, actually. <laughs> I'll start with Richard. I know you're a fan of Star Wars. Um, what's your oh, thoughts yeah. about what? Actually, what's your thoughts? About, I don't know if you re- revisited Rogue One. I have revisited, and then uh, what's your thoughts about uh, Andar? Yeah. Um, after getting over my disappointment, it wasn't about the Andorians from Star Trek. And their home planet. Mm, oh, okay. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what universe is this? <laughs> um, Nobody's yeah. blue. Um, yeah, none of those people are there, but they are aliens. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I had been, I'd seen it coming for a while, and I was just like, I think this is going to be the best one. And a lot of it was like the visuals, like, Tony Gilroy has his own style that's different than like the, the, the John other Fabio's. Yeah, yeah the, it's like yeah. it doesn't have the blue screen. Like everything is practical. So I I just appreciate that that take on you know when you have when you can use all the CGI and everything, but you decide to go back to how the original Star Wars looked with real puppets and real locations, and it just I think it adds something to it, and so. Um, it's it makes it a lot more grounded like you know his style is and just this planet that we see in the in the first three episodes um it you know it's more like a, a moss Isley um cantina kind of you know location yeah. and um the character work you know is just going to be really like really good um and so yeah just like looking at, i went back and i watched rogue one and I didn't realize, you know, like he's already like full captain of the Rebel Alliance by that time. And this is five years before. Um, and the opening scene of like a brothel. And I'm like, OK, this is a this is an adult Star Wars, right? Like, um, <laughs> yeah, when they're going with like the red light district or in those little bubble in the bubble yes. or something. It's very uh, the image is like um, Amsterdam, like. It, very, it, freaked very... me, it freaked me out though because one person was like doing some weird like pop locking stuff. And I was yeah. like, is that sex? I was like, is that sexy? I was like, yeah. And the galaxy so robots, it might be. Yeah. It looks like a yeah. robot. Yeah. Was it a, oh, was it a robot? It seems like, like it looks oh, like a robot. Maybe that's what it was. Okay. Or droid. Droid, know. yeah. <laughs> droid sex with yeah. the break, break dancing droid sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably like you know. You know, the kinks are so out there in the galaxy far away that that's what turns people on now. It's like. 
You I mean, it's not kinks. Lock. I mean, we use robots right now. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Do you use a pop and lock? <laughs> no, mine's a rabbit. <laughs> Japan's on it. I'm sure they're developing it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just like seeing, um, you know, the, the opening and uh, when you look at Rogue One and like the first time you see Cassian and you look at the Andor and the first time you see Cassian, he has that same like disregard for like um killing people yeah (laughs) um which you're like where did that come from and um so i like the flashbacks to him as a kid but uh i I don't know if it's a an inconsistency but he says like he's been in rogue one he says he's been fighting the empire since he was six years old but when we see the flashbacks in andor he's like older than six so he had to be like at least 12 or 14 in those ones yeah but maybe we or, just don't know when it's when when they you know when they came and started because they look like children that have been abandoned. Yeah, yeah this was like Peter Pan, like <laughs> all oh, kids. Oh yeah, like Lost Boys. Lost, Lost Boys. Boys. Yeah, it was just all kids in charge. Like, um, what's the what's the other uh, book? Uh, Lord of the Flies, right? Like mm-hmm. they're, yep, they're, yeah. they've just taken over and they have dart guns, or, um, blow darts. <laughs> yep, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like the Ewoks. <laughs> Mm. it was like kind of cool to see because it seems like because they also use those uh for the listeners we're gonna this is all spoilers (laughs) uh uh, for those who haven't if you were listening to us right now just stop because uh, (laughs) we ruined it yeah yeah i know (laughs) um but i like how i think for the first time in a while because uh i haven't seen this like um uh portrayed in a star wars they seem like indigenous people like they're like from there and they have like their own language and like they even like the 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 painting on their faces is like you know seem like that where um i don't think they've ever portrayed that in star wars and i that i know of like at least they, the they, they kind of did in mandalorian Okay, so go, yeah i never yeah. i never watched all of mandalorian <laughs> yeah watch all of it oh yeah but uh, but I, I think that's kind of cool. Like they're living in the trees and uh, they're not using too much technology, uh, it looks like. But go on, uh, Richard. Yeah, just I really enjoyed the, you know, the, the first three episodes and um, how they're trying to balance, you know, who he was and where he came from. But we also know where he where he goes. So we're, we're getting like this middle narrative of, uh, you know, five years before Rogue One how he transforms from just being this, I, I want to guess he's a smuggler. They really like never say his job. He's, he's looking for his sister in the first episode, but he comes back and he's kind of just that, that man about town that knows everybody. And I get, he's like a hustler, right? Pretty much. Yeah. I he's can get borrowing what, money and <laughs> I can get what you he need. Has debt and stuff like that. So he has to pay off another debt with the debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like not a successful smuggler. Um, he's more like the, the hand solo type. Um, That's what I'm going to say. Know. Yeah. Is he like a, a little solo? Yeah. And yeah. I, just I, seeing well, him, yes, he has this last name. So. <laughs> oh yeah. So he's not solo. <laughs> solo. Yeah. Like he can his... actually get. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go on. I was going to say like, cause John mentioned about, I'm assuming John's talking about Han Solo's last name came about in a weird matter in the movie. Oh, yeah, in the prequel. But at least yeah. in this one, you kind of understand where Andor, like the, where that came from in, in this show. Like how he adapted that last name here. 
Is his last name Andor? No. What? Yeah, right? Sorry, I think we didn't watch that episode. Did he <laughs> mention his last name is Andor? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I right? Don't think, I don't oh, think wait, they no, they actually, it never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 never mind, never mind, never mind. They call him Casa. The yeah, 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 throughout the whole. That's what I was like. Wait, did he? They say the word Andor in this? Wait, I'm thinking about. Never mind. I'm thinking about something else right now. <laughs> you, did you watch something more, Ben? That you're not telling us? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was trying to put. Uh, I think I'm misunderstanding one of the episodes, but uh, we could talk about that later. <laughs> so in um, his, maybe in his native language, that's his real name, but they never really uh-huh. say. Um, yeah. He gets like because he gets taken away from his planet and. Um, these adopted parents just kind of t- steal a kid. Um, <laughs> uh, from they do that a lot in Star Wars, right? <laughs> yeah, they do a lot of that in Star Wars. Just take kids, and I yeah, they and they have a whole se- uh, a new series coming out about stolen kids or something, don't they? The skeleton crew one. Oh um, yeah, right. yeah, 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 they do. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just seeing his uh, what's the, the name of his planet, Kestra. Canari, Canari, Canari. Yeah, um, it's like a bird. So we know there's more to it, right? Because he—that's supposed to be a, a a little known fact that he's really from this planet, Canari. And uh, how does the Stellan Skarsgård character know him, and why does he want him so badly to join the the rebellion? I, I'm guessing it's the rebellion. We haven't really found out, but. Um, like we haven't even seen, seen the empire yet. It's like mm-hmm. it's court. It's a corporate entity that has its own police force that can kill people as much as it wants. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I I think that's a different take of like uh, a corporate entity being the bad guy uh, that we haven't seen in other Star Wars either. It's always been government. So this is like Amazon now, like how they're just corporate mm-hmm. and then they take over into the government later. I could see that. Possibly, so, yeah. This is I, there is a lot of. Um, I know you're probably. I don't know if you're jokingly, but there is a lot of things here that could reflect right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, like the immigration and the yeah, you know yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, taking or out how like resources. they left. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're like using their. They went to this planet for their resources, but then uh, when things went wrong, they just left the people there. Um, like the the native people and whoever's on that planet and didn't care about them uh, at all. Yeah, so did uh, I was they trying to kill all the parents and just the kids are left. We don't, yeah, it looks yeah. like it. Yeah, because they were like the. It looks like they were the workers, the parents and uh, and whatnot. Um. Yeah. 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 So I was going to mention uh, really quick. What's your thoughts about like having? Uh, a story that's not even like part of the Skywalker saga. Like it's like on its own. Because uh, even like Rogue One sort of has on the backdrop, like, you know, like Skywalker, you know, because is that the movie where they show also like Dark Vader and Princess Leia? In the yes. End? Or yes, just the CGI Princess Leia yes, and yeah, ending yeah, with yeah. Darth Vader. So like, like, I wonder if they're going to do something similar. I know I was spoiled with one of the Mandalorian episodes. Uh, a particular well-known uh, character shows up. <laughs> so oh, I'm curious if they're going to try to do that. No, oh, yeah, I, because you never watch 
the second season. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I wonder if they're going to do that when come here. out with the black robe and the As a Sith red Lord. lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, what the hell? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> He's uh, kill you. But yeah, uh, do, do you find that like more intriguing, uh, Richard? Like with like not having. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Um, such a huge universe. You know, this um, sandbox you can play with and get all these different stories. So I'm glad they're kind of building out more non-Skywalker stuff, and um, you know, even all the Mandalorian stuff is really connected to that, and so that this is something that you know you they're all brand new characters for the most part and like it doesn't make a difference um you know it's you can still enjoy it so yeah for people that i think some people get mad that like they don't know all the connections and like all the easter eggs and this is something brand new for those you know a new generation of people to get into I think there's a, you could say, I, 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 John and I have talked about this on previous podcast episodes where when people get obsessed with like Easter eggs and like that's what they're just going in when they're like watching the new Marvel series or new Star Wars, when they want to spot the Easter eggs. It seems like in this show, they're not trying to even do that. They're not trying to even... Uh, they're they're it's still for Star Wars fans, but they're not doing it just for like Easter eggs. It seems like they, you know, like a, a lot of us are conditioned to just spot out Easter eggs everywhere. Because <laughs> I don't think there is one in here, at least the first three episodes, where I'm like, oh, that's that's gonna be uh, you know, Luke Skywalker's. I don't know. I, I can't think of one right now. But <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it seems like everything is inventive. Like it's like pretty new. Like every even. Like we don't really we see the working class in most of the Star Wars property, but not in the sense of this where nope you, yeah. you see them go home, you see them like struggling, you see you them, see them ring the bell to go yes, sleep yeah, yeah. and like uh, it's wake not up. A, yeah. yeah, it's bang it's, the stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah so so it's kind of cool. It's a living, says the guy with the hammers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> every day. Uh, yeah. How about you, John? Oh wait, Richard, you had more. To uh, say. I was just gonna say, yeah, we saw like a little bit of the working class, and like I think it was like episode eight where we had the engineers that were helping out Finn. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was kind of cool. These yeah. people like that give their lives, and you just never, you know, hear about them. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like uh, the people that were on the bottom floor of Titanic, like you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The, yeah, just being able to look into their lives. I guess it's uh, upstairs, downstairs kind of. Yeah, view. this this feels this feels more like the rest of the world. You know, I mean, there's only there's only like one or two heroes everywhere, but you know, you never get to see the story of everybody who lifted up the hero mm-hmm. sort of thing like that. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, how about you, John? What's your? How do you like? Or do you uh, like the show? I like it a lot. Um, it's very different from the other Disney Plus, even Star Wars stuff they've been putting out. Uh, even like the Obi-Wan. I felt like the Obi-Wan is like for the prequel people who want to see that relationship with Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, develop. How did it develop afterwards? This one is people who like Rogue One, but also want to know how the rebellion started. Like a little bit, like how this, did this all start? And who are the heroes? Like you guys said, the ground heroes of it. Because all we know is about like it's you know Luke Skywalker and the Millennium Falcon and all that. Like these people are, are in history when we see like Finn and them in the new one talk about like they know of them, but do they know about Andor? Like that, I wonder 
if that's a thing in the new Star Wars. I don't even know if they are mentioned even in the cartoons. Like I don't even know because even the animated ones are in the Finn era too. Um, I wonder if that's even mentioned, like how the rebellion got started. Uh, but I like that they're just all these characters are new, like you guys said, and uh, I I really like the production. It's like the most the best looking Star Wars, even to the point where the these little dog like creatures in the first couple of episodes, and like those points is like man, this, this looks like real real. Like those things look like they're just there. And sometimes the CGI in Star Wars, especially the TV series, sometimes in the movies, um, they look kind of off-putting because of the whole like CGI background and CGI over CGI. But this one, they do well done where they're blending it in. And I really like the, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the practical effects where they have people in the suits acting like the big heavy aliens. I think there was one that looked like almost like a robot with gears, yellow gears on look like something you saw like in a uh, hitchhiker guide or something mm-hmm. uh tv or in the movies so i was like oh this is really good and then um, the story uh a little bit confusing what's happening <laughs> with all the lying uh it's happening with all the characters like all the characters are telling like i told you this to tell them to do this and then you never saw me this is the story you give it's like always that even to the uh lying part in the what do you call them? I don't even know what the, those they, security they, guys. The security cop. They're lying with within the uh, system of there too. So it's like a lot of lying in this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everybody's series. covering their ass. Yes, yes, basically. Uh, but I'm interested in what's leading to this, uh, to the ending. Uh, I know I watched the trailer of Andor, and I've seen Empire troops in that trailer. So I wonder what's the what is that? Why? why are they there if they need to be there? Like, and also they show a device that Andor has. Uh, I didn't know what was it. I know it shows the empire logo on it. And it can't be the, the, it can't be the top secret death star. <laughs> no, he doesn't <laughs> have that. Yet, think. That even a thing the, the plans to, uh, to clone the emperor. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. That's how we, that's how far ahead they were. Yeah. <laughs> thing uh, i found out too i didn't know what so i think i was kidding about or joking around in the beginning i didn't know what the hell was bby in the very beginning oh. so they show uh things yeah. so i looked that up uh do you guys know what bby means i Star only Wars? know it from uh reading stuff <laughs> okay it means before the battle of y- yavin so yeah. it's it's during the new hope when they're battling around that area so it's a story before that. I didn't know that it was a thing. They do that in Star Wars to it's tell like you. like BC and AD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like ABY is after the Battle of Yavin. It's like, oh, because they don't show that in the new Star Wars. They don't say like ABY. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh uh, when they're like, when they're showing where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Story, yeah. The, uh, it seems timeline. like it's in uh, other mediums of like books and comics, uh, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't know that, but I wonder yeah, if it's I'm, uh, like, you know like with Jesus, where it's BC and AD. If it's like because Anakin is the Jesus figure that oh, is yeah, before yeah, him yeah. and after his death. Yeah, huh. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, then, I think that is what it is. Probably. To, <laughs> um, I guess this see? battle then is the most significant battle in Star Wars because they have to have these type of wordings for it. Um, for people who knew it. I didn't know that. It was just a two, three letters. I did not understand why they were there. I thought it was the name of a character named BBY. 
<laughs> You're like it's a little droid. Yeah, it's a little baby, baby five. Yeah, yeah I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Uh, I like how the episodes are not like fully one hour long. They're like scattered to like thirty. Yeah, they're to 40 doing like minutes. the some of the Netflix shows are like that. Where yep, like, yeah, oh, yeah. this so, episode's gonna be thirty minutes long, and mm-hmm. this one's gonna be forty five. <laughs> Uh, but then it's uh, there's a little dry humor here and there with the characters, like the the little crew, the security crew that was helping the I don't even know that character's name, <laughs> the one that's trying to hunt down Andor right now. Is this like the first time they portray like sex? I think so. Like, like I never that, that yeah. sex has actually occurred. I didn't know how far they were gonna go. There. Yeah. yeah, same yeah. here. It's like. Are they going to show her at least bareback? Because that would be uh, like, whoa, this is different from, but they didn't do that. But it was like, whoa, because, you know, those type of scenes you'll see her take off her shirt and she's bareback and like she'll look behind her like, oh, come on or something like that. But the guy, of course, is like, uh, I just betrayed you. <laughs> I don't know if I should. <laughs> and, and she wakes up with him in the chair. Just like staring at her. He's still, he's still stewing over it. Yeah. He's like, he's really, he did like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That guy was, you could tell he's very jealous. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you could tell he's going to go to the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> Something's not going to go right with him. My girl. <laughs> I do give them props because I was really uh, impressed by still coming up with like catchy names. I was like, oh, Bix. Bix is a cool name. Like, uh, that's, the, that's the lady's name. Yeah. Um, and then like the other ones, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, who's sort of like... Uh, Andor's mother, uh, uh, Marava, Marava. Oh, Marva, yeah, Marva. Marva, yeah. Uh, Tim with two M's. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know if that's actually a thing that people do now. So. Did you see what they call uh, coffee in here? I mean, it's it's. A, oh yeah, I, I noticed that too. I don't he said, know "Oh, they, did you heat me a, a cup of calf?" Yeah, I was like, "What?" <laughs> Although caffeine, I was like, "Oh, caffeine, I guess, cafe, yeah. cafe, yeah." Yeah. We are we under the impression that like when they say galaxy far far away, it's like in our galaxy, right? Like they're I, are we the far that. away yeah, galaxy? I, yeah, I, yeah. I am an impression they're all connected to us. Like this is a story that's the they can tie the Marvel universe into this story if they want to. If this, oh. they really want to do like you get all the heroes, there's a time portal that all the heroes from Marvel and uh <laughs> Star Wars are combined to fight uh empire um, uh, or what is it, the galactic empire thanos or something weird like they combine it um i don't know if i like that <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, the like metaverse a, <laughs> i'm always wondering when they talk about like outer rim mid rim like yes, the, yes the rim, yeah. like it, is coruscant the center or like what's the center and then these mm-hmm. things are the rim yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I've never really looked this up. I've never seen a map of the galaxy of Star Wars. I, w- I always wonder how far everything is. And uh, just to see, like, oh, yeah, this if you cross this. Same thing with me with Middle Earth. I was like, I don't know where the hell Middle Earth is. They always show a map. But is there, like, another country uh, besides? or Where the elves you, came from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, if this is a globe. Where's Middle Earth and where's the other uh, land countries? Masses. Uh, yeah, land yeah. masses are at. Uh, I have this too with even Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> like where's everything at? Uh, where are these other people or whatnot? But yeah, yeah Star Wars is the same too. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Aj? I know uh, in the podcast you're like the biggest Star Wars fan here. So am I? 
No, no, it's no, out. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. Um, no, I I really like this one. I I like how everyone was mentioning about how this look is different, and I was reading up on that that they filmed this entirely in Pinewood Studios in London, uh, which I think gives it. Um, oh yeah. It gives I think it that's the original better, studio. Yes. From yeah. Well, yeah. So I think it gives it a better tactile feel that most of us do like. Like I do, I did enjoy like the CG and stuff from um, Mandalorian and stuff. But then like I just maybe how the budget or what they use by the time I got to um, Kenobi or whatever, it was is a little bit weird. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know if they do use. Uh, you guys are familiar with the volume? It's that giant LED screen they use yes, in Mandalorian. Yeah. They do use they it use mostly that? when they're flying in space. Yeah, did they use it for um, Obi Wan too? I don't know. Yeah, if they, I think they I, did. Yeah. Okay. This one, there's a. It doesn't seem like they use it at all. It seems like no, they didn't. It's all. It's yeah. all practical. They yeah. built all of these are sets. Yeah, set. that looks cool though. Yeah, and even I, the forest scene. Yeah. No. Well, wow. I think there's times that they like walked like an hour just to get to a a, a location oh. of like up a mountain. I mean, that forest scene seems like a real forest. <laughs> Man, they yeah. walked there. They didn't even take a car. They're like, no, it's the mountain. <laughs> That's insane. Can't they take walk. a car up a mountain. John, do you think they they filmed Jurassic Park? not walking like yeah you have to get there <laughs> yeah you have to get there somewhere i know but the 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 equipment they have to bring the equipment yeah they would have car. to walk all that or mm-hmm. fly it in there like you know, that's what i'm saying they, oh. they took a car a vehicle not just walk with oh, okay equipment. okay i get what you're saying <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> well I, that's the best way to get to get that look of that sweaty look you know oh that, they, that they drop natural. all their equipment like let's film and yeah, all yeah. like come on guys um, I just re- realized. Oh, yeah, go on, go on. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, this is like a Gilroy type of uh, reunion because one of the editors is their brother, Gilroy, <laughs> and the director is me too. Uh, <laughs> Gilroy. Gilroy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony Gilroy, the creator, like uh, his brother John Gilroy is one of the editors, and his other brother is gonna uh, direct other episodes. Uh, Dan Gilroy is gonna direct the next four. Oh, the next three episodes coming up. So oh, okay. it's like, yeah. Oh no, he really like wrote nepotism. Yeah. Nepotism. Nepotism. Yeah. nepotism. Not nipple-tism? Not like nipple-tism. nipple-tism. I don't know. Nipple-tism. That's a different type of tism. That was in the red light that's district. The, yeah, <laughs> yes. that's, yeah. That's where next to the pop and lock one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but continue on, Nadri. Um, I really. Can we call it? Sorry. Not red light. Can we call it fishbowl district? Because they're all in fishbowl. They right? are in fishbowl <laughs> district. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. We bubbles. Yeah. yeah. Bubbles. Yes. The bubble the bubble, district. The bubble district. <laughs> One's filled with water. <laughs> um, besides the bubble district, um, I really enjoy um, that it is like how you're. Somebody was mentioning how they're like um, uh, indigenous people mm-hmm. in here. I know that I believe Diego Luna wanted to his character to be from Andor because I think they they filmed like close to his uh, in where he grew up. Um, I guess in Mexico. I'm not sure exactly where, but I can't remember something. That's where I remember in Rogue One that was like a big thing. That's where yeah, I he think I remember hearing that story. Yeah. So you know, and um, you know, it's not often. I don't know if there are any if there are any other uh Latin actors in the Star Wars type of universe. I feel like That's he's at least question. a major. He's at least a major one. Major one. Yeah, I, I can't think. Yeah, of so it's really head. exciting, like to see like myself represented there, and like how to have the like he's his people are indigenous people, kind of like how you know all that kind of stuff. Um, Jimmy Smith is the other one. Oh yes, from the Leia's oh, father, Bail Organa. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's from true. From the yeah. prequels. 
Yes, 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 yes. Um, also, what was it? I did, yeah, so I like the practical effects. Uh, the story, I, I do enjoy that it's not a Skywalker story. I think I think it's time that we can, you know, move on to see the other other bits that, you know, are part of the Star Wars universe. Um, plus, I just love Diego Luna. He's so cute. And everything's so nice. Like, he seems very, he seems very, like, uh, uh, how do you say like, I guess, like, that Hustler type of, like, smoothness type of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, why I think people like um, Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Like, you hate to love him, you know, sort of thing. Oh, yes, like, yes, bad. yeah. Like, you know, you're not, you're not doing, you have, um, I guess it's good intentions, but you have to do all the bad things first to get the good things out, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but I, this one, I think I would, I would finish. I didn't finish, um... Any of them, except the no, I finished. Mandalorian's one. That's yeah. the only one you finished. No, and the other one, the Boba Fett. Oh, oh yes, yes, we yes. yes yeah, I didn't yeah. finish the Obi Wan. Obi Wan, because I don't know. It just that story. It seemed weird. Like it seemed like a really weird pocket of like, okay, we get it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like one. You one. You're both going to die soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, but to see this story, like to see somebody who to be forced into a situation to where you will have to be like a great leader. Like, it seems like, like you said, like if it, like if it really is only five years between like, I can't imagine like if you told me five years from now, I'm going to have to lead a rebel alliance, you know, a rebel cause. Like, I don't know if I would like, like, no, 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 I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just, a, I'm just a little boy, you know, out here just trying to get, get off planet and find my sister, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I can't do all this stuff. Um, But I am excited to see the, where this, where this, goes do we know is it uh how many episodes uh it's 24 episodes and 24 yeah Yeah. two seasons two seasons they ready 12 uh i was actually reading something i think it was like the new york times i want to say it was a brief article about uh with tony gilroy and i think the when they first conceptualized this whole thing they wanted five seasons each season with 10 episodes or something like that yeah five each representing one season before uh, it was a year it was one whole year it was one year uh but it will it was a span of like i think 10 to 15 years of filming and then (laughs) yeah and then i think they were like okay let's just uh not be so old we're gonna be so old (laughs) by the time this is done yeah it's gonna be like the breaking bad situation where they have to like really do creative ways to make younger walter white and jesse pickman yeah (laughs) are you talking about um better Better call 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 yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, because they said Uh, it took like two years to make this season yeah i think a lot of it's because of the pandemic too but uh, uh but yeah i think it is yeah it took them a while and i think they were like oh let's not let's you know let's uh, let's step away and see if we could just do this in 24 episodes uh and whatnot so yeah so they i'm said actually for their narrative structure i think they're it they're setting it up so that every three episodes is like a certain time period a, a certain story and then the next three episodes is like a time jump Oh, okay. okay. I can actually see that because it does feel like this third episode, it feels like it was the end of something. Like it's the end of this, the beginning of him. Oh, that's why that, that's why they released three because this is this is this story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like I was, they, they have a, a different writer and different director for every three. Yes. Yeah. It lo- that's what oh, it looks oh, like. On, this uh, is on, literally yeah. just like a, anthology. a comic book. Yeah. yeah anthology yeah. comic book style writing but it's it's always going to be about uh andor so um that's kind of cool um yeah i'm i'm just going to echo everyone's like um love or like of this uh, i i love it i i thought it was pretty um 
creative of them to do it this way without any connection to like the skywalkers and whatnot and uh, seeing how the rebel start like the the actual you know group starts and uh i wonder how they're gonna continue because I, I think there's pockets of rebellions of rebels right all over the galaxy so i'm curious how we're gonna i wonder if like throughout oh, the, he like he unites yes you know? yeah like we're gonna see different pockets because i was reading that some rogue one characters are gonna show up like uh, force whitaker's uh will reprise his role uh role as uh saw guerrera so uh, I uh wanna can see- you he's on the poster I'm wondering too. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, didn't, oh. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what's the logo of Andor? I know that's the Rebellion logo, but why is it different? Like, is it? It's. I think it's it? the the first creation of the logo. You know, oh, okay. like the logos come and go. Probably that's yeah, why. yeah, yeah. Like the American flag, it changes. Over I can't time. wait for that scene in episode twenty four where he's like drawing and he makes the logo. And like, <laughs> he makes it. He makes it all pointy. Or no, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's his coffee cup. He lifts it up. And yes, he goes, yeah, oh. yeah. He's stirring. No, he's stirring his coffee and he made the design. Yeah, half calf. His journey as a graphic designer. Yes, (laughs) that's what he actually wanted to do, but he had you know more responsibility to lead the rebels. What's his passion? passion. Yeah, that's why the Andor logo is like that with the O and everything. Like that's a really cool logo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will give because everyone has been, you know, everything. Everything about it is really cool. I, I really like the music by um, uh, Nicholas Bertel. He he's done a lot of uh, music for like films that I love. Um, I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, <laughs> name, name those films that you Moonlight, love so much, Ben. Uh, <laughs> Bill Street <laughs> could talk. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I like yeah, that. Yeah, so like uh, you know like those type of uh, that type of score. I really uh, the the theme song. I don't know if you guys watch Secessions. Uh, he no. does a theme Mm-mm. song for that one. Um, but yeah, I really love uh, his music, and then especially in the third episode, towards like the end when things are wrapping up i thought that was like really well done um and then a quick shout out i think it's kind of cool to have a droid uh b2 emo like that personality of that droid i don't think i've seen in other yeah Aji was saying the same thing yeah it kind of like... the way it talks it kind of reminds me of that 90s um it was like uh i have no idea where it's from but it's like in the old '90s or '80s television, where he like skips. He's like a virtual character. Oh, that thing that like that he took oh, over Max the airwaves. Headroom. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the sound that he he sounds like that. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Is there gonna be in like you know most of the Star Wars television shows? There's lots of uh, pockets of comedians. Is there any in this show? That's what I was looking for. That's I like I like that in most of the Star Wars like shows. Little, like a show up. Uh, yeah, like you know, like yeah. the nerds and stuff. They get to come in. They get to play characters. Like um, you know. it looks like a lot of them are like serious actors. Yeah, this, yeah, is, I, this is a serious show. That's why <laughs> yeah. I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, there's no. Where's the you know comic relief? Yeah, yeah. Where's, where's Kumar the yeah. Jedi? Well, I was uh, Kumail. Telling, Kumail, I, sorry. Kumar. I was um, <laughs> uh, messaging John this because it kind of reminds me of like The Wire or any like David Simmons like television show where. I wonder if they will touch base on like a character that we sympathize in the empire, like somehow where they're like, we'll go to the rebellion later on, you know, like, oh. like I wonder if they're going to touch on that. Like the, the, the empire 
like some of the folks are just following orders, or whatever, and they they probably have a family to feed, and then that they they probably later well, yeah, on they're, they're gonna join the yeah. rebel. Yeah, like I wonder if they're gonna do that where you sympathize with some of the rebel or the imperial officers or, or never, uh, yeah imperial officers. So. Yeah, if we could talk a little bit about um the the main villain in these first three, Cyril Karn. Yes, like he's. You can kind of see how he is like a mirror image of Cassian and like, yes, he's dedicated to his cause. Like, cause his boss tells him, Hey, let it go. Like we, it's covered up. Like, you know, these guys probably deserved it. And he like, isn't able to do that. He's like, no, that like, it's not right. I have to find, get, get justice for these deaths. And at the same time, he wants to impress and like do his job really well. But at the end where they get away, you could just see on his face, like he messed up. Like he's like, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in too deep. Like I thought this was going to be easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, yeah. Go ahead. Go on. I was uh, really quick. I was like, he kind of reminds me of a character from like the wire where he, you know, he's just following orders or whatnot. And, I feel like that character is going to have a turn maybe later on. To the uh, Empire? <laughs> no, to, the, to the Rebels. To, oh. like, he will become a Rebel, probably. I don't know. I feel like he's going to think about, like, reconsider some stuff, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> if you think about it in terms of, like, Cassian and in, in Rogue One, Cassian is, like, a hero for disobeying the, the Council and going off to get the, the Death Star plans anyway. And so yes. then this guy, he disobeys like what he's supposed to do. And he's like, no, I'm going to find justice anyway, which usually that's appreciated. But here it's like, oh, that's bad. You know, don't yeah. do that. Like, um, yeah, just how it doesn't work out for people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, he actually caused, he made it the situation even worse now because he, he has a lot to explain. He gets people killed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we'll see how this character grows. Uh, he is an interesting character. Though. Like I think, uh, I don't think we we've seen like that side. Even though he's not like an actual empire, like imperial officer, he works for the empire. I, I don't think we've ever seen a character. You where... do in Obi Wan. Okay, so like yeah. That. Okay, <laughs> watch the, <laughs> the zealots or something. Yeah, of the cause. yeah. They he all, reminds but... me of the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And I just, they always try to make like the Imperial officers, like these jerks, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the humans that, that run things that, you know, the government politicians. And that's just always been a different aspect of Star Wars. You know, there's always been like the, the Jedi stuff and there's always been the Galactic Senate stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. He, he reminds me of that one character that's in a star wars movie i don't know which one but he's he's the actor from harry potter the redhead from harry potter oh and he oh. does turn to the good side after in the new ones in the new one star the wars ones, yeah. Yeah. yeah and this guy looks like robbie rotten from that one kids show <laughs> i just want to mention that <laughs> from uh exercise house what is it called uh, robbie roth uh, what is it build it oh shit what the hell is that show called with the girl uh, with the pink hair. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're. I forgot what it is. Uh, I, I'm Lazy looking, Town. Lazy Town. From Lazy Town. <laughs> oh. He looks like that. But it's a, it's a, I think those those are also memes now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Um. So yeah, Andor is the adopted parents' last name. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was like, I, I swear, like someone says that last name other than him. They probably calling do. Him, yeah. So it's Marva um, Andor. <laughs> yeah, and the father is Clamandor. <laughs> He's a clam, Clamandor. Yeah, it's, Clamandor. It's, and of course, it's a dad that like doesn't want the kid, and the mom Mm-mm. got him yeah. anyway. He's yeah. just a good boy. 
um, but yeah, I think a majority. Oh, all of us like the show. Uh, I think uh, we'll continue to watch all twenty-four episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't wait for K two S O. He's my favorite droid. Like, I fell in love with him in Rogue One. Just he's so, so you different. Think he'll he'll find him in this journey. Like he'll end up finding him. Uh, well, they said he does. He's coming in season two. He won't be in season what? one. What really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> gotta wait. Yeah. You think he finds his head or something? Or like, <laughs> like, oh. Well, he's a reprogrammed um, Empire droid, so they have to yeah steal him somewhere. Oh, they probably will have him being mean to him, and then he reprogs him, reprogram him, and then in the very ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah, they're probably uh, they'll probably do that in that way. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that is Andor. You can watch it on Disney Plus right now. Highly recommend. Um, I, yeah, I can't wait for the next episodes because it. I, I know some folks are saying uh, like it's it's a lot more slow burn, but I think it is part of that where the 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 story is driven by the characters and um, and like their actions. And I know there's not a lot of action, but I feel seeing the trailer. There's this one sequence I I don't think I've ever seen. I mean, I'm not spoiling anything because in the trailer. It looks like one of the spaceships have like two lightsabers on the side. I don't oh, know if you guys oh, yes, catch that, that scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I don't know if it, there's it, a there's somebody on the wing just doing this, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So looking I forward with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's I think it's fighting one of the um, not the X wing. Yeah, and uh, it does like a it. spin where the lightsaber. Yes. Is like, yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's like lightsaber technology, the crystals <laughs> or are just attached. lasers. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe that's that little cube that he has in the very first episode. Maybe, yeah. Thing. That cube is very familiar to like Dark Vader's like suit. Like all oh, the little me. buttons on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that 70s type of uh, look. I do. That's the one thing I appreciate is that some of the technology is still looking like from mm-hmm. that era. Like, the, like the, an 80s. Yeah. Dolph, yeah. Like the, the deaths of that police officer person. I don't even know what they're called. Uh, if you like see it, it's like the yeah the mm-hmm. chief like the, the computer's connected to the desk yeah, and has yeah. the black and white looking screen and his like little we iPad. Still have some computers like yeah, that. Yeah, his little iPad too is all like beat up looking uh, thingy. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> yeah, like uh, if you like if you've ever been to Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, it's like totally like that town. Like I was going to mention that. Yeah, you feel like you're there. Yeah. Yeah. They did a good job. Yeah, like uh, if you go to Galaxy's Edge, it's very much like how Endor's uh, that small town is. Um, but yeah, I yeah, like I said, we all recommend it. Uh, before we leave, um, actually, yeah, before we leave, uh, do you have anything to add, uh, Richard, to our freaking awesome list? <laughs> uh, anything? This, oh, I have um. I have a comic book I'd recommend. Um, if I can find the title. Um, yes, it is called Step by Bloody Step. Um, and it's it's all uh it's all visual. There's no um there's no text, no dialogue. Um well there's a little bit of like uh narration like to to set it off but otherwise it's just all visual and it's um by um 
Matthias Bergara and Cy Spirier who wrote like some of the uh, some X Men and Hellblazer stuff, and it's the story of like a it's almost like an Iron Giant kind of thing. It's this giant mech that finds this little girl, and they go on this just journey, and they're being hunted. Um. By this villain. looks really cool. This <laughs> kind of looks uh, rhyming at the anime. Just the full, look of the it. Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. The style of it, the, you know, a giant mech. Not mech. Oh, well, yeah, mech protecting a small or with a small companion. Yeah, so it's just, I mean, it's that, that same device that's been done over and over where you have mm-hmm. a protector. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, just the, it, it looks pretty good. And, um, yeah, I recommend is this, it. Is this like one off or is it like a continuation of issues? Like, is it just like, uh, you, can you buy like, because I see like the paperback of like the four issues. Is that just that one story? or? Yeah, so there... I read the collection of just okay. those four episodes, uh, those four issues that came out on Image and they, okay. co- they collected it into a trade. Um, and so, cool. yeah, it yeah, just might, came I'm out. Gonna, I'm probably going to check this out. Too. Oh, it really did just come out. Uh, that's cool. step by bloody step. Uh, you could read it, and then we're gonna add it to the freaking awesome list. Thank you, um, John and Audrey. Where can they find you online? Uh, you can find us playing games on datenightplays.com. I don't know if we played a game recently. Oh no, I think that's what about, Saint Row. <laughs> what did you do, John? Oh, I've been playing games by myself. Ben, it's called Table for One, where I just play games by myself. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil. A lot of Apex, a lot of uh, what was the other one? Dead uh, by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, yeah. So check that out too. I have to Day play Night. that game. <laughs> oh, you should. Uh, yeah, DayNightPlays.com, and just check out those videos and support us. <laughs> Thank you. Please watch me. How about you, Richard? When you, can they find you online? Uh, yeah, I'm at Verse NP on all the socials. Um, yeah. I'm not really putting out a lot of content right now, but <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's fine. Go enjoy You're on these episodes, stuff. which we're very grateful for. <laughs> um, you can find me on Bedroom Abaya on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of our episodes at freakingawesome.com, where you could become a patron for no less than a dollar. This, uh, this helps offset the cost of running a website and podcast. But if you can't do that, please support, listen, subscribe, rate, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Uh, follow us on Twitter at TFA Now. Or uh, you could email us at contacts at the freaking awesome if you have any recommendations, concerns, you know, or you just want to say hello. Uh, that would be fine too. Um, that is thefreakingawesome.com. Thank you again to CRC Chow for producing, John for editing and creating the cool little videos for social media. Uh, thank you, Richard, for like being our guest again. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we'll probably get you on uh, another episode when um, when we finish Andor and then uh, our final thoughts about like the first season. Uh, we'll ask you to come back if you're up for it. Oh, yeah, always. Look cool. forward to it. Thank you. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. I'm Audrey Abaya. I'm Richard Peter. And this has been The Freaking Awesome.